Oh, hi. Great to see you there. Jonathan Honig from CapitalistPig.com. And you've landed on the Daily Objective from the Ayn Rand Center UK, really the world's largest producer of contemporary objectivist-related content. We're so happy to have you with us today. I'm Jonathan Honig once again. This is the Ayn Rand Center UK. We are students of objectivism, not only, I'm told, in jolly old England, where our enterprise is based, from truly from around the globe. Oh, it's so great to see so many of our, uh, our members, our YouTube members, our Ayn Rand Center UK subscribers, which I want to talk about and thank always, uh, and new people in the chat as well. So that's a great place for you to interact with me, interact with the program, the super chats. They keep us functioning. They keep us on the air with great content literally every day. We'll talk a bit about that, but we want to get into today's uh, program right now. So go ahead and tell your friends, uh, uh, tweet this out, and, and uh, let's get on the show. Uh, let's get the show on the road here. Because as you know, we're always pulling items straight from the headlines, trying to understand how and why Ayn Rand's ideas, as we know, are even more pertinent and even more important to study today. This is not something that was just written in the 50s and 60s or popular in the 70s and now out of fashion and out of vogue. In fact, so much of what Ms. Rand wrote and talked about in the 50s and 60s and 70s is, you know, plays out day after day, not only in our in the headlines, but in our own lives as well. So we'll get into that. And once again, we'll get into it with your stupid chats as well. So don't be shy. In fact, uh, uh, show us that you care and you want to keep us on the air. Two pounds, two shekels, two drama, two drachma. Um, let, us, uh, let us know in the super chat. Now, I want to always give a little understanding this is not objectivism we are all students here of objectivism or we have objectivist scholars on but don't let anything in this presentation uh, lead you believe that this is an official presentation of objectivism this is my understanding of it and hopefully adapting an idea that's very prevalent in uh, objectivism i mean if you if you do a search of any of the big objectivist you know uh, non-fiction publications this word and this idea evasion to evade comes up a lot. So there's so much to say on this issue. I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge issue within objectivism, but I thought we'd talk a bit about it today and maybe relate some contemporary issues and themes as well. And I'll just also say, we'll do it with your super chats. And I, I, I maybe have to reset my page. I don't see them flooding in just now, but let us know you appreciate what we do every day to keep these programs on the air day after day. So whether it be two, two or $5 or whatever it is, let us know. Let's say you had a pain in your neck. Okay, you aching pain in your neck. You had a pain in your neck. Well, if you valued your life, if you valued your health, if you didn't like that feeling, if you if you valued your life, you would probably get it looked at by a doctor, right? And you would not evade that pain. You would have it. You would have it checked out. But let's say you did evade. Let's say you just decided. I'm too lazy. I don't want to think about it. You know, you can evade, but as we know, this is paraphrasing Ms. Rand's famous line, you can suffer the consequences. And you might be saying, all right, well, Jonathan, so whatever, you know, what's the big deal? You have a neck pain and you don't get the Advil or whatever, you know. Well, the consequences of evasion are, as I believe, Ms. Rand, thank you, Marilyn. The patron saint of the Ayn Rand Center UK means a lot to us, means a lot to Razi. So thank you, as always, Mary Lane, for your support. So what if you evade? Well, it leads to death. It's Miss Rand, I believe, described evasion as evil, and you will suffer the consequences. If, 
Quoting now from Opar, evasion in Ayn Rand's words is the act of blanking out the willful suspension of one's consciousness, the refusal to think, not blindness, but the refusal to see, not ignorance, but the refusal to know. It is the act of unfocusing your mind and inducing an inner fog to escape the responsibility of judgment on the unstated premise that a thing will not exist if you refuse to identify it. The A will not be A, so as long as you do not pronounce the verdict, it is. And thank you, Bonnie Bertrand. I'm gonna get to that at the end, talking about the difference between evasion and not understanding. Well, I think this kind of addresses it. I mean, evasion, as Ms. Rand says, it's, it's the refusal to think. So it's not blindness or I think ignorance. See, not ignorance, she says, but it's the refusal to know. It's unfocusing your mind. It's inducing an inner fog to respect, to escape the responsibility of judgment. And what does it have to do with a pain in your neck? Well, Screech, who I don't know if you know in jolly old England, Screech had just that. Does anyone maybe tell me on the super chat now or even the non-super chat? Screech, uh, Dustin Diamond was a major child actor when I was growing up in the 80s and basically 90s. He had a pain in his neck. And needless to say, it ended up being more than something that was just to be treated with Advil. Uh, Justin Diamond died just a couple of years ago now at age 44. The headline now, Saved by the Bell star, Dustin Diamond was ignoring lump on his neck before cancer diagnosis. The actor had been ignoring a lump in his neck, so his girlfriend took him to the hospital. It's a tragic, tragic story. Now, I don't know the whole backstory of exactly what happened with Justin Diamond, but he was ignoring, just as we said, he was evading the reality of something's wrong. Your body's telling you something's wrong. Reality is telling you something wrong, and you're evading it. And that is dangerous over and over again. And I believe... Ms. Rand addresses this a lot throughout objectivism and certainly Dr. Peikoff does as well. Quoting again from Opar, in every hour and issue of your life, you are free to think or to evade that effort, but you are not free to escape from your nature, from the fact that reason is your means of survival so that for you who are a human being, the question, is, the question to be or not to be is the question to think or not to think. And you know, I think, Bonnie, I'm, Kind of going back a bit to what you said, and thank you, Bonnie and uh, and Marilyn, our super chatters as well. Want to, if you're enjoying this presentation, if you're enjoying all of what we provide to you, day after day after day, hour after hour. As I said, Iron Center UK produces the most objectivist-related content on the internet in the world by far, and we do it two and five dollars at a time from from your super chat. So please make that happen. So, you know, it's it's you know, it's not that you always know. Bonnie, none of us, in my opinion, are omniscient. Obviously, none of us are omniscient, but you know, you can think or you can evade that responsibility. Now, when we talk about evasion, only one word comes to mind, and that is Jussie. Um, we covered Jussie, Jussie extensively on this network. In fact, I believe we were cited by our Jussie, uh, well, our, let's just say our Jussie coverage was among the most uh, successful for so many reasons. I mean, the Jussie story was amazing. Uh, it, it was an amazing act of evasion when you think about it. I mean, everything about it. Now, you probably remember now that Jesse was found guilty of staging that huge elaborate fake uh, crime when he went on and he told these big stories and it went on for, I think, years. 
And as I was doing, you know, my hours and hours of research for this uh, this uh, show, I I actually forgot he he made a big thing of the noose around his neck and wanted to be photographed the noose around his neck. So um, that was such an unbelievable act of evasion on his part. It, it just makes you think how miserable was he throughout that whole period of time? Because this is me at our at, at your understanding Miss Rand's words now. It's like. It takes effort to be that unfocused. You know, you're, it takes effort to try to evade so actively. And here again from Opar, evasion is an active process aimed at a specific content, right? Jesse was not evading the rest of his life, but on this, he was just, I mean, he was specifically evading reality on such a massive scale. The evader does expend effort. He purposefully directs his attention away from a given fact. He works not to see it. If he cannot banish it fully, he works not to let it completely become completely real to him. So it's, you get the sense that you know, evasion is this effort to try to, you know, my mind here, like block out reality. Again, quoting from Mopar, the evader disintegrates his mental contents by struggling to disconnect a given Niden from everything else that would give clarity or significance in his own mind. He expends energy to create a fog. And that's why, well, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a liar, but an unbelievable evader on a massive scale, the effort to go into this and keep that going. Now, many people on the so-called right point that out as just being the height of ignorance and how foolish is the left and, you know, well, you know, evasion is not a one-way street. Does this gentleman look familiar to any of you? Uh, this is a gentleman by the name of Dennis Mola, who lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's a big state here in America. And uh, he reported that his family was targeted, this is going up back a couple of years now, two years, for supporting Trump. In fact, he said his garage and trucks were burned because he had pro-Trump flags on them. In fact, there is the footage you can see or the still of um, the BLM symbol, according to Ms. Mr. Mola was uh, spray painted on his garage. Biden 2020, I guess was, uh, the Antifa symbol was painted on his garage. And uh, he says somebody set fire to his camper because it had a Trump 2020 flag displayed on it. In fact, that, that fire spread, if you can take a look, to his whole garage and his whole house. It's pretty severe fire. Well, in the, in the grand tradition of Jesse's evasion, uh, Mr. Mola was also evading. I mean, lying, but also evading because according to the US Attorney's Office, he actually lit the fire and defaced the garage himself, staged the whole thing. And I think gilding the lily a little bit for this gentleman, gentleman is, you know, not only you know, did he create this whole arson hate crime himself in the grand tradition of Jesse, but if you wanna talk about chutzpah, he submitted multiple insurance claims seeking coverage for the damage, totaling $300,000 and uh, took $17,000 from two GoFundMe accounts. So, I mean, unbelievable evasion to have to create a complete fantasy. And, there's so many reasons why, and I believe Miss Rand gets into this. Um, now, look, you know, he wanted that insurance money. 
honestly, if he had gotten it, Ali, $300,000, you think it's actually worth it? I mean, the amount of unbelievable energy it goes into having to fake reality, to having to lie like that. The, it, it, you think that's worth $300,000? That's not worth $3 million. I mean, it's, it is exhausting just thinking about it. Um, I mean, it's, it is a life of, you know, evading reality. It just, it's such a bad move. It always, I think, in my opinion, that's what kind of rant gets at. But, you know, needless to say, this was massive evasion. He got, of course, found out and no good could come of it. No good could come of it. The process of evasion is profoundly destructive. Again, quoting Dr. Peikoff from OPAR, epistemologically, it invalidates a mental process. Morally, it is the essence of evil. According to objectivism, evasion is the vice that underlies all other vices. And I think that's, that's it. I mean, in my, again, this is me editorializing now. Objectivism is certainly not always right. I don't think objectivists that I know, or I'm certainly not a Dr. Spock who is always right and always rational and living and stuff, but ideally you're always thinking and trying to deal with the real world and understand it the best you can and act in it the best you can and act rationally and be emotional, but put your emotions in place and know where they stand. And evasion just throws that all out, throws it all down the toilet. Ali, who is a member of the Ayn Rand Center UK, and you know, you can as well. Um, I, I'm not seeing tremendous super chats here. I see a 15. I don't know if that's $1,500 or 15 raised at just this point, but Ali says people do really stupid things. It's just one of them and something Jesse and the other guy have to live with forever. Well, you know, it wasn't, it, it was stupid, but why was it stupid? I mean, it was, it was stupid because you go in knowing, well, I'm going to just have to evade reality. It just how, and the, the bigger the evasion, the more outlandish. And by, the, by the time you get to the guy who says, you know, I'm going to torch my own house, right? A BLM. I mean, it's, it's, it's so sad and pathetic on every level. I mean, it's just, there's a whole secondhandedness about it too. Well, let's go to politics because there's certainly evasion everywhere there as well. Um, you might've been following geopolitics these days on the campaign trail. Joe Biden uh, talked about Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia as a pariah state, which they are. We've talked about it quite a bit on, I mean, they're much worse than a pariah state. I, uh, uh, a pariah state, it's really a, it's a theocratic murderous, um, illegitimate regime, in my opinion. It is a third world, backward, um, barbaric, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a third world country in every sense, a third world thinking. Uh, and there was, of course, Joe Biden. How could you, how could you fist bump something like, some guy like Mohammed Bon, bon Salam, MBS, whatever his name is, Mohammed something. Thank you, Ali. She says, she loves my presentations. Thank you, Ali. We love you being a supporter and being part of our conversation. I mean, Ali is such an ever-present part of our network. We appreciate her um, uh, and we appreciate Kathleen as well. Kathleen is a member. She says, oh my God, Biden and MBS, living nightmare. I mean, and how would you fist bump this guy other than to evade the reality of who he is? I mean, and I'm just talking about the extensive links between the Saudi royal family, Al-Qaeda. I mean, you know, this is just a terrible regime. Every, everything about it is terrible. There's nothing good about that. And then you want to, it's kind of a different topic, but if you want to say that the big 
modernization is that finally women can drive by themselves once a week or something. I mean, you know, it's like the same level as saying maybe we just got running water. So on the other side, if you want to see a similar invasion of politics, obviously there is the disgusting skeptical of President Trump and the leader of North Korea, the leader of North Korea, the tyrant of North Korea. I mean, this is as easily and well-documented as, uh, as, as the Saudis' atrocities. And to pose for a picture of this gentleman, you know, Trump, as I think, is a special case in the sense, well, I, I think, I just think it takes a massive amount of evasion to say, I'm gonna put all that aside and pose for a picture with a man who executes his citizens for listening to K-pop. Seven people, this is a, a, a Times article from the last six months, seven people have been put to death for watching K-pop videos. So, um, you know, you wanna have a meeting with this guy? I mean, what kind of evasion would you have to have to sit down and, and, and have these types of meetings? And turning, evading the reality of, this is not just another leader. This is something that somebody who I've nothing in common with, no values at all. Uh, a handshake is just an empty handshake with something like that. So the famous Rand quote that I think is important and worthy of, you know, always getting out there and like anything with Miss Rand, you know, it's, there's nothing bad to, to popularize and remind people of, but, you know, it's the consequences of evading reality. Now with Dustin Diamond, you remember Screech, you know, the, the consequences were his own terrible demise. Thank you, Kathleen. Two pounds. Appreciate that, Kathleen. We appreciate you as being part of our community. We appreciate you as being a member on the on the YouTube and the super chats. I mean, you're literally keeping us going. And you know, Rozzy is doing, as I said, we produce more real-time objectivist programming than any other entity in history. And if you want to go back to even the greats, and I have them all piled up here, the objectivist, the objective form, all Harry Binswangers, all um, uh, Peter Schwartz's, I mean, tremendous publications, and we're building on them, and I believe producing more content, shareable, discussionable, bringing James Valiant to bring you, bringing Harry Binswanger, so Kathleen for doing it, helping us do that. Um, yeah, I think K-pop is great, Ali, and would you, could you sit down and have dinner with someone who's responsible for putting people to death for listening to music? I mean, she said, oh yeah, you know what, try the fish. Oh yeah, what's going on over there? I heard about some, you know, what kind of music do you like? Oh, no. I mean, it's disgusting. And of course, that appeasement on a practical level, you know, objectivism, I believe, makes the point that the moral is always a practical. What's the practical benefit of evading? You know, for Dustin Diamond, it met his death. For America, evading, you know, for Trump, evading North, Korea, uh, North Korea's, you know, nature just means more aggression from North Korea. You know, renewed anti-US propaganda, now they're kind of doing a nuclear deployment. So, you know, evading them didn't do much good for us, nor with the Saudis. I mean, being friends with the Saudis, you know, they, as we reported on this just a couple of months ago, they put like 80 people to death in a public square in one day. They're still throwing people in jail for a tweet they made, underage people in jail for a tweet. I mean, you wanna sit down and what can you talk about with murderous, People who do, all you do is sanction them. I think we talk about that quite a bit in objectivism and you only do it by evading reality. Quoting now from Dr. Peakoff, 
To an innovator, a feeling of some kind is more important than truth. A feeling, I'll say that again. To an innovator, a feeling of some kind is more important than truth. A man finds a certain fact or policy to be unpleasant, frightening, or guilt-provoking. Reality, to the contrary, notwithstanding, he does not want the fact to be real or the policy to be necessary, so he decides to blank out the offending datum. And to this, uh, I think I'm gonna use a, an example that is controversial and, and from, from the real world. What is that? Anyone wanna take a guess? What is that? Well, it's some kind of a medical photo, right? Marilyn says, what is K-pop? K-pop is like the, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a Korean boy band basically, right? It's Korean pop music. So it's like if uh, Backstreet Boys were Korean and um, less butch and a little more feminine in the 2020s instead of the 1990s. Right, it's an ultrasound. It's an ultrasound of something. I mean, what is it? It's an ultrasound. It's not a human being. And if you believe that these two things are the same, then in my opinion, you are evading reality. It's on its face. That thing on the left is not a human being. It's not a human man. They are not the same. And it's only evasion, I believe, in the abortion debate where someone can actually say, oh yeah, of course, a, this thing on the left, which is attached to a woman inside her body, deep inside her body, um, living off of her body, oh, it's the same thing as that guy on the right, same exact thing. If you believe that, in my opinion, you are evading reality. And that is something certainly many on the so-called right are guilty of today. And I don't believe in right versus left. I believe in individualism versus collectivism. And as, in, as individualists, we are off the right left spec spectrum. There's us on the individualist side and there's everyone else on the collectivist side. But in America, um, you know, the colonies for those of you in the UK, this is the thing among the, the right, the pro-lifers say, well, you know, that image on the left is the same, the same rights. But now what about on the left? We'll get to that in a second. Ms. Rand says, or Dr. Peikoff says, or a certain idea or policy gives a man pleasure or reassurance or relief, and he wants to believe in or practice it, even though he knows that reality is against him on the issue, against him in the issue, so he decides to blank out on what he knows. Now, does anyone want to take a guess of maybe somewhere on the left now, the so-called left, where, in my opinion, there is a quite a bit of evasion, blanking out. Well, that is a 13-year-old, a picture of a 13-year-old girl. That is Shaila Conte, Shaila Cantone from Florida. On the right is a 29-year-old transgender male, someone who was born as a biological male and now identifies as a woman. The woman on the left, the girl on the left took second place in a recent skateboarder competition for women in New York City. The person on the right, who is 16 years her senior and born a man, took first place. And these were the final results. And this is just a few weeks ago, months ago now. 
Richie Tees, age 29, placed first in the women's final results in a skateboarding competition. And a bunch of girls, age 13, 16, 10, one was 28, placed below her. And many on the left would have you, I believe, evade this again. This is me editorializing now, evade reality that there are differences between a man and a woman, that there are differences. They would like you to think those differences don't exist. I think they do. And I think to evade them, it doesn't mean that I'm not commenting on anyone's life choices. I'm coming on metaphysical reality and respecting the facts as they are, as they presented to be and not as what we want to be. That is evasion, going on feelings, going on wishes. And Rand's you know, money quote on that is, both men, meaning both of these examples, are men who place an I wish above an it is. I mean, again, it's always, Rand has so many mic drops. Robin asked, is that evasion or just a war on concepts? That is a question that I'd love to pose to one of our resident philosophers, Greg Salmieri. I think to my mind, it's, it's like both. To me, it always seems to start with evasion. It's why in my mind, Ms. Rand, again, I'm, my understanding now is why it's that seemingly cardinal sin is because it all starts with you not thinking. It all starts with you you know, it's garbage in, garbage out. If you're evading reality, your concepts in reality are going to be shit. So to place that I wish above it, it, it is, is, is evasion. Now, a lot of this today, as you saw, was taken from Dr. Peacock's Objectivism, the Philosophy of Ayn Rand, which is just gold. If you're interested in learning about objectivism, use us as a springboard to read Ayn Rand. I am tired of engaging with people lecturing me about Ayn Rand who've not read Ayn Rand. Her work is available for free or near to it. There's uh, objectivist books for free, objectivist books for students. There's Ayn Rand Center UK, there's Ayn Rand Institute. Avail yourself to all of the great material by objectivists like Dr. Peikoff and Ms. Rand that has been written and support what we're doing here because we're trying to spread these ideas. Ayn Rand's philosophy, objectivism, begins by embracing the basic fact that existence exists, reality is, and in the quest to live, we must discover reality's nature and learn to act successfully in it. This is from the Ayn Rand Institute. To exist is to be something, to possess a specific identity. This is the law of identity. A is A, facts are facts, independent of any consciousness. No amount of passionate wishing, desperate longing, or hopeful pleading can alter the facts, nor will ignoring or evading the facts, erase them, the facts remain immutable. And that's what we're trying always to pursue here, the facts on rational philosophy and applying it to our lives, uh, applying to every element of our lives and li living better lives as a result of it. So you're helping us make that possible. Thank you for supporting what we're doing here at the Ayn Rand Center UK. The super chatters, you're awesome. Um, that means good here in America. And the members, you are gold. And more than just being gold, you get access to all the private events that we do here at the Ayn Rand Center UK. Live meetups in Europe and around the world, special, special backstage passes. You know what I'm saying? To meet Dr. Binswanger, to meet James Valiant, to go one-on-one -on -one with, uh, with Don Watkins and so many other stars of, of the Ayn Rand Center UK. So we need to keep 
the support coming, both in terms of, uh, of subscriptions and in terms of the super chat. So I'm gonna let you know what's coming up today on the channel because at 10 p.m. UK time, another great show. It's The Cutting Edge with Lee Pearson and special guest James Elias on inducing induction to hierarchies of knowledge. And this is really interesting stuff. I mean, I listened to Dr. Peacock's course on induction maybe five or six years ago now, and it's really interesting. This whole area of epistemology, understanding how you think and how you think better and how to understand the world better. I mean, there's really great stuff to chew on in here. And Lee is about as good as it gets. So tune into him at 10 p.m. UK time for, um, for that, for the cutting edge. And keep it tuned here, keep it subscribed here, ring the bell, know when we go live, you're gonna catch it live and you're gonna support what we're doing because we're building a global movement of reason, you know, uh, for our own lives and, um, and you're part of it. We'll see you next time, wishing you until next time, best premises and be well.